Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back into another edition of the Fourth Man Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony, as always, and thank you to everyone tuning back into the show. Happy New Year, if I'm even still allowed to say that, almost all the way through January, and got a great show for you today. Today on the show, we actually have a recurring guest, someone who was on the show back in 2019 when they were first being drafted to the Big Three, their first year in the league, and had high aspirations. And manifested it all, made it really come through in Ghostballers captain Mike Taylor. Crazy to think that last time I was talking about Mike, he was a third round pick for the Ghostballers, and now he's leading this team and just led this team to the playoffs. So, got a great interview with Mike Taylor set up, but also some breaking news on the show and some news around the big three since we last spoke. So, we're going to get into all of that. Before we get into the show, as always, if you're not already, make sure you're following the show. On social media at Fourth Man Pod, Four T H Man Pod. Make sure you're subscribed, hitting that notification bell on YouTube. And as always, thank you to everybody I believe for helping us make this production come through and giving us a platform to be able to talk about the big three. Let's get into it. Breaking news to start the the new year. The big three is always we can always rely on the big three to come out with some pretty big news to start the new year. And this year, it's pretty major. Pretty big personnel ad as they have just announced as of three or four days ago of recording this that Jeff Teague will be a player captain and be joining the big three this summer. Huge news. I think last year it was really just about making sure you had all the pieces. We we had a ton of big names already, but making sure we got the reigning MVP and Joe Johnson back into the league and making sure that we held on to everybody that was playing before you know, return back to the league. And now, you know, kind of going back to how they've been building in the past and just adding a couple of big names, but huge, uh, you know, former all-star 2015 all-star when the Atlanta Hawks were a 60 plus win team back in 2015 and Jeff T joining the, joining the show. He's been, I guess, out of the NBA for maybe a couple of years. Obviously he's doing a great job with his podcast club, Five Twenty podcast, but it's just, it's just another sign that the big three is continuing to grow, continuing to build credibility and to, to add another big name in Jeff Teague is huge. Now he's been announced that he's going to be a player captain. So a couple things that come to mind when I think about a couple questions, I guess I should have, we should all have as he joins the league. I think the first one is just as a player captain, what does that mean? Is he going to be captaining his own team and building around his own team? And does that mean that there's going to be another captain who will not be playing this summer? That could change the whole complexity of the league and just how things have gone and, and what the, the league really looks like going into the 2024 summer. Does it? The other question I have is, you know, we have obviously captains and co-captains. So as a player captain, does that mean he's going to join a team as a co-captain potentially? I think I heard from a couple of people in the Big Three community that Jeff T could potentially be joining Jordan Crawford, who was just named captain of enemies. Earlier this offseason, could he be joining him as a, you know, a player captain? Jordan Crawford was on the Club 520 podcast. They have some sort of relationship there. So 
could he be adding a name as he's kind of getting into his captaincy role and, and trying to build up that squad to, to, to repeat? I just said squad, but you know what I meant? You know, I meant squad. So I'm interested. The, the final question I think I have as Jeff Teague joins the league is who could be next? You know, I think the big three is pretty notorious for not only adding like one big name, if they're going to add, if they're going to add like a pretty, you know, prominent, well-renowned name to the league, usually they do it in like pairs and, and sometimes even more than that. So I'm wondering, you know, who could be next? I have some ideas. Hopefully I can get, get this video idea out uh, of who I think that, that might join before the big three announces any other additions. But man, I think the credibility of the league is growing. And I think too, just with, you know, Ice Cube recently being inducted to the Hall of Fame for the Ice Cube Impact Award that recently was official. I think just continuing to build that credibility, the league going on for six years now, tons of big names, really not only has been playing in the league, but have been coming out and saying they enjoy, you know, kind of the the product the league has been has been putting on as well as just the the type of I guess professionalism that the big three has in treating its players week in and week out, at least for the most part, you know, obviously there's been some, some tough go arounds during some of those hard times when there wasn't a, you know, a tw no 2020 season and then trying to come back from that. But, you know, as far as I know from season five and season six, everything's been great, been very professional. And I, I think that's just a testament to ice cube and wanting to get things right, making sure he's doing things the right way. And, Big three continuing to grow. Again, this is still, you know, relatively new. It's still kind of that in that startup mode. So making good progress. And I'm excited to see who else could potentially join. But, you know, welcome to the league, Jeff Teague. Excited to see which team you're going to join. And if you are joining a, joining as a captain, exciting to see, you know, who maybe your co-captains, who, who and how you're trying to build this team potentially. And if you are joining as a co-captain, I'm excited to see who you're going to be playing alongside of and are you going to be you know joining a team that potentially needs some help or are you going to be adding a little fuel to the fire and a team that's been very successful maybe has made it to the promised land or has maybe been just a couple inches away from getting there so welcome to the league i'm excited i'm excited for this summer i'm excited to see what else is to come as the offseason goes on we're in january so things are about to really start picking up here in the next couple months and i'm looking forward to seeing what's to come that's that's the biggest breaking news other thing i wanted to mention uh i don't think i've talked about it yet and it might have gone over some people's heads if you're not following the big three offseason if you're not following the show already but you know the big three had actually a big three street tour uh i want to say back in december early december where they partnered with surgeon studios and had a couple of big three guys come out playing with the guys from their league and had a little tour come together. I think it was eight teams. It could have been more than that. But I believe it was eight teams competing. And ultimately, it seemed like a pretty great turnout. They played at Surgeon Studios. So there, it looked like there was a lot of faces there, including Ice Cube, coming out and showing out for the first ever Big 3 Street Tour. And congrats to Team Tilted for winning the inaugural Big 3 Street Tour. So pretty cool there. Just, you know, a couple other additions that the big three has made just a couple other ways that they continue to try to be innovative to, to, you know, kind of build off the hype that comes from season six and the, you know, the end of the championships when enemy won. it's, it's a long off season. I've probably mentioned that countless times on the show. And sometimes it's hard to stay relevant. You know, sometimes it's kind of out of sight, out of mind until the next season comes along. So it's good to see that 
that they're doing new and creative ways to kind of just build on this. You know, it's not just the league, but just doing things in the off season to continue to get people involved, but mostly just to build awareness around the big three and what the league is doing from, you know, a year to year standpoint. So big things. I'm, I'm really, really excited to see who potentially could be joining this summer. I think that's the biggest thing on my mind. You know, I think, for me personally, even for me, it's sometimes a long off season. Sometimes I I can get carried away in the sense of like, I, I'm always excited for the league to come back up. I'm excited about what's to come of the off season, but you know, you have to kind of spread things out a little bit. So even for me, I think at times I'm kind of uh, getting, getting lost in just my own day to day. And, and for me, this like news like this, just like kind of amps me up, builds me back up uh, to want to continue to just kind of, you know, speculate on what, what's to come. So and obviously, too, a couple of interviews that I want to get done, and a couple, you know, a couple of interviews that I had done and and hadn't just released yet. So, want to get to the interview that we had with Mike Taylor. We had it back in about the middle of December, but just a great conversation on kind of the trajectory of his career since joining the Big Three and what he's been accomplishing and what he's been doing, you know, for the community for a long, for really a long time, but just continuing to build off that and and what he's doing in the off season. So we get into that a lot into the conversation and won't waste any more time. We'll get into it again. Thanks you to everyone for tuning into the show. We're excited to see what else is coming to off season. And now let's get to our interview with ghost ballers, captain Mike Taylor. 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been an amazing journey and it's been 20 years. You know what I'm saying? 20 Man. years. Like, 2024 so i mean it's, it's overdue i've inspired a whole community a whole culture in my city um in a city that's like near and dear to my heart um so yeah, yeah. man and your basketball career too is just i mean so much has happened since you, your playing days in high school and for them to honor right. you you know first off congrats on your high school jersey being you know retired but was it kind of me now you know, going through and being a professional for a long time, winning championships, being a pioneer in the game of basketball. What does it kind of mean now reflecting on all of it? I mean, um, I mean, it's something that's going to outlive myself, you know, and that's like, I didn't have that as a goal, you know what I'm saying, back then when I was doing it, but for it to be an inspiration, you know what I'm saying, uh, for this 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 next generation, this generation of youth now that um don't really understand um don't really understand what the game of basketball can do um for the overall lifestyle, the overall um opportunity that you can um that basketball kind of exposes you to like when I was in high school, I didn't know about overseas basketball. Like, I didn't know about it. Like, now you kind of, like, with the internet, with the way of the world, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you see overseas basketball, but I didn't know uh, that basketball would take me to every continent. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now this is a way for us to get out of this community that we were raised in, like, get out of poverty. Like, this is like a trap. It's like a never-ending, revolving trap so just being able to be an inspiration to the youth 
to the kids in, in, in my community that look like me, that I was once one of these kids. And, you know, just on the journey that I'm on now, like this healing journey, I'm able to, you know what I'm saying, heal and, and be a, a good, you know, mentor, a good model, a good role model. Like, I, I don't even like to say a role because I'm not playing no role. Like, this shit is all real for me. You know what I'm saying? So just being an authentic real model for these kids to kind of see the mistake, see the downfall, see the failures of what people, you know what I'm saying, think is a failure. You know, I like to say like one thing that, you know, a lot of people see me make mistakes. They see me go through like the trauma, you know what I'm saying, of death and just so many like normalized conditions and situations that, that, that we face and that we're up against like, they may have seen like the ups and downs and the roller coaster, but they've never seen me give up. Like I'm still living out a dream, you know? So at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, and I want to ask you something on that too, before we get too far into it, if you haven't already noticed, you know, today on the show, we have recurring guest. He's a two time trash talker of the year, two time, big three all-star. He's a captain of ghost ballers. And crazy enough, this is first time on our show that he's actually as a on captain, the, as a captain, but also on the video side. <laughs> that's how long it's been. We weren't even doing video oh, when you were on the show the real? first time. Yes, Captain of Ghostbusters, Mike Taylor. Appreciate you joining the show. This is long overdue. We've been trying to do this in person. We've been trying to do this <laughs> over <laughs> in remote areas. But glad For to sure. have you back on the show. Man, it's a pleasure. Man, it's a pleasure. Appreciate you. You know. Anthony, man, you've been a you've been a supporter, man. You've been a supporter of me, you know what I'm saying, since the beginning. Like, so you know what I'm saying? I'm just thankful to for your continued support. And you know what I'm saying? I'm ready to get into it, man. Ask me all of the hard questions. Ask me all of the <laughs> shit that, you know what I'm saying? Ask me all the shit that ain't, ain't nobody gonna ask, man. I I gotta yeah. I gotta talk my shit now. No, yeah, it's it's long overdue, like three or four years in the making. Uh first off, appreciate sure. the words. You know, I, honestly you're an inspiration to someone like myself, you know, who's trying to put on for other people as well. And in this league mm -hmm. where there's so many talented, not only basketball players, but people. But I want to go back to something you just said in the sense of mm -hmm. giving back to your community, showing for your community. When do you feel like, and not to get like super deep or anything, but when mm -hmm. do you feel like the pivot in your life, like where was that pivot in your life where you felt like you had a bigger sense of purpose, you need to give back to the community, you needed to, to showcase for, you know, your hometown. Cause I feel like for you, man, and maybe this is just me from the outside looking in, it was really about basketball, mm -hmm. trying to figure things out. Now that you have it figured out, it's like, how do I continue to pass the message along? Um, well, actually, um, when I was going, when I was getting drafted to the NBA, um, well, before that, like I grew up, you know what I'm saying? In a in a in a single parent household, it was just my mom. But the thing is that my mom did with us during these, you know, these seasons, right? We will always like give back to the community. Like we will feed the less fortunate. Like that's kind of just like my upbringing. You know what I'm saying? My mom was a crossing guard on our on our neighborhood, on our block, on 24th Place and Locust. You know what I'm saying? So we was very like community oriented from the beginning. So when I was able to create one of the greatest stories that's never been told, my story, 
when I created that, it was like, you know what? I seen so much death. I seen so much violence. I seen the hardship of what it's like growing up in my area. So when I was able to like navigate my way out, I was like, I got to be a voice for those voiceless, but for my friends, my, my, my family members that died in these streets, like it's not just about myself. You know what I'm saying? I honor, I honor those people. You know what I'm saying? And in honoring them, it's like, I got to do for my city. I got to do for my community, you know? So, I mean, in a nutshell, you know, that's where it began. Like I've always been doing this right in 2009 when I was in the NBA, I bought my high school boys and girls jerseys, brand new jerseys, warm-ups, hoodies, you know, track suits and sh and shoes. Right? The girls and the boys, freshmen to varsity. You know what I'm saying? So, I've been doing this for a, for a long time. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I was never doing it for recognition. You know what I'm saying? Like so it was never like you know, I never posted pictures of it at first because this was just something that was coming from the heart. Excuse me. But now, um, now that, you know, it's beginning to be a trend, mm -hmm. it's like the essence is kind of getting taken from it. But where I give from is is from the heart. You know what I'm saying? This is a passion of mine. You know, everything that I do. I bring that same energy. Like when you see me out on that court, I bring that energy. So everything I do, I just want to make sure that that energy is there, you know? Yeah, man. So from a really for a long time, pretty much your entire life. And, you know, I think it's important that you're kind of documenting your story because it's not something that people were able to do back in the day. And there's a lot of question marks on what really did happen and what didn't happen. So I think it's important Facts. to document your story and you're doing so. And despite that, I feel like there's some, there's still even now in the big three, a lot of underrated moments, but I, I want to reflect back on our first, your first time coming on the show. I mean, let's take it back. It was 2019. You were wrapping up your first year in the big three where mm -hmm. you were a, a third round pick, which they don't even do three round drafts in the big three anymore. Facts. Facts. <laughs> and were, it was six players. It was six player roster. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It was just so I, much transition and, and growth happening in this league. Yeah. I mean, you were a third round pick, so you might have not even been on a team if it was a, the rules now. Mm. You were playing mm. behind Mike Bibby, uh, Ricky Davis. Correct. It was a different culture in mm -hmm. Ghost Ballers to an extent. You know, you still got Iceman there. And, For sure. Uh, you guys were in a, a little bit of a transition phase where it's like the Ghost Ballers the first year made the playoffs, and they were trying to figure out how do we get back there again because the league was evolving. Um, and you brought this mm -hmm. like newfound energy off the bench. Probably should have won fourth man of the year that year. Um, in of 2019, course I should have. Because um, you of were coming off have. the bench every game. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, when we look back now, I mean, you're the captain of Ghost Ballers. Like, looking back at 2019, I mean, what's what's kind of the first thing you think of um, looking back to your first year in the Big Three? Uh, first off, uh, I mean, I just want to give, like, my respect to Iceman, G. Gervin, his son, um, Mike Bibby, Ricky Davis. Um, Ricky Davis is the one who really brought me into the big three. You know, it was our relationship that we had with the Clippers and just the relationship that we kind of, you know, and a heart that we kind of share for our communities and, you know, just 
some of the hardships, the adversities that we faced. So Mike Bibby didn't even know me. You know what I'm saying? But Ricky was like, yo, this this is who we need. This is what we need. So they ended up drafting me. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, like Iceman didn't hear about me before then too, before Ricky Davis, you know, brought my name into the fold. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just want to like give my respect and give my honor to those guys who are, you know, no longer on a roster, but, you know, without them, I wouldn't be, you know, a ghost baller. Um, so with that being said, it's like, yeah, man, I think, um, I think I'm one of the, the captains who actually like went the hard way. Right. I was yeah. in a combine. I was in a combine. I um, was a third round in a draft pick. Like I, I paid my dues, you know what I'm saying? Like I paid yeah. my dues in this league, you know what I'm saying? So I've always felt like my role was kind of, you know, minimized, you know, but like Mike Bibby did a great job that year with just being transparent with me. He like, Mike, I, I'm done. Like this is my last year. Like just, just, just let me start, bro. Just, just, I know you deserve to start, but he like, just let me start. I'm going to do what I can the first five minutes and then you come be who you are. You know what I'm saying? So Mike Bibby just, you know, man, Mike Bibby still is, when I when I reach out to him to this day, like he's always there give me advice business-wise. You know what I'm saying? So a uh, huge shout out to him. Um, so that, that was kind of hard because I felt like, yo, I could do more. Like there's more that I could do. Um, and then I became a co-captain. Um, yeah. after, you know, Mike Bibby left, Ricky became the captain and, um, uh, you know, I became a co-captain and it was like, I had to actually like beg and like, plead, like, <laughs> yo, like I deserve to be a co-captain. Like, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a spark. Like I'm a, I'm a bright light, uh, for this team, not just for this team, but for the league. Yeah. Um, so that was that was a tough thing and then you know just this past year with you know just some of the things that you know a struggling a uh, a uh, uh, struggling league like a new league um go through you know Ricky Davis was kind of you know let go um and i still had to fight to be the captain i thought it would just be something that was just like hey he's the he's the next best thing right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but it was so many like other talks about this guy coming over and being a captain and other like i mean they have more notoriety than myself with you know a, a better a known i wouldn't say a better career but yeah. a known mm -hmm. right a, a a more known career than mine to be the captain of this team and i'm like yo that's kind of disrespectful for you sure. know what I'm saying? And Iceman, Iceman went the bat for me. He was like, man, if that's love. If 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 my uh opinion matters, I think Mike deserves to be the captain of this team. Yeah. You know? Um, and you know, like a couple of weeks, like we we going back and forth on the phone. I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna play if I'm not the captain. I feel like I've been deserving of this spot, you know. But then they came back and Ice Cube called me and was like, man. You're going to be the captain of this year team. Get your team to the playoffs. Get your team, you know what I'm saying? Get your team <laughs> together. And I didn't actually, I really didn't find out until the draft. 
right? Oh, like wow. this year was kind of different with the draft. Yeah. So um it was just it was just different. It was just different, man. It was just uh it was just last minute to say the least. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that was kind of like, you know, since twenty nineteen, that's kind of been my you know, my thing, right? That was that was like that's my plight with, you know, making it to where I am now. So let me ask you this when you have that conversation mm-hmm. with Cube, because you obviously you shared something with me earlier this week mm-hmm. where we had made a post about or an audio clip of you saying mm-hmm. I want to be a captain, spoke that to existence. Cube saying, you know, Thanks. make your you know, take your team to the playoffs, we're gonna make you captain. To me, like I and and obviously I wasn't on that conversation. To me, it's kind of like a mm-hmm. sense of like giving you the opportunity, despite you know mm-hmm. the way you worked it up. Go prove yourself. What, what was kind of your response to Cube when he's like telling you like, "Hey, go make the playoffs," because um, we're in a we're in a uh, time right now where like they need all the excitement they can get. They did a hell of a job this year. You know, you guys did a hell correct. of a job this correct. year. Correct. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, man, Ice Cube it, it's no secret. Like he's one of my biggest supporters, you know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't even say that. Like I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like he's always said, Hey, Mike Taylor is my, one of my favorite players in the big three. Like he says that all the time. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like if anybody was to ask him, like who's his favorite players, like I'm probably in the top three of, you know what I'm saying? His favorite player. He, and his slogan that he uses for the, for the, uh, for the big three is like, it's not your name. It's your gang. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So he just, you know, he's a, a super fan of, of the sport, mm-hmm. basketball in general. You know what I'm saying? So with him, um, you know, he called me when I got injured. You know, I, I pulled my groin in the in yeah. big three season in, in, in uh, 2020. You know, so he called me and was like, yo, like, man, it, I'm sorry that, you know what I'm saying, you got injured. Let me know if anything that you know what I'm saying? You need anything that I can help and support you with on your recovery, man. Just get healthy and, you know, we'll see what we can do. So Ice Cube has always been like a supporter. But for me, it was kind of like his way of like, okay, you got your chance. And I think he was basically kind of telling me like a lot of people didn't want you to be this captain. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I kind of read it too. So, it's not like him so much. It's, it's the rest of the Yeah, league. so he yeah. was like, so he was like, make the playoff and prove them wrong, basically, without saying it. He was just like, make take your team to the playoff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I was kind of like reading between the lines. Like, okay, I get what you're saying. Like, cause a lot of people still don't respect, you know, my style of play, what I bring to the game, um, and just the energy. Um, so that was like that that confirmation for me was like, okay, now really prove yourself you know so yeah that's dope too because you know you guys did make the playoffs but even more so like looking at it like there was only one year where there's a third third round two other guys are captains of a team one of them's mario chalmers but he's on a different team Mm -hmm. and then one of them tucson who didn't even play that first year and then was actually a first round pick the next year so i don't even know if you Mm -hmm. can necessarily count that so for you Correct. to do it, you know, like you said, the hard way, kind of the homegrown way is yeah, special. Sure. But then to take them to the playoffs, like, man, that can't write a better story. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 
like not in, not even in a like egotistical way, like in the most like I don't like the word humbling, mm-hmm. but in a in a most like reserved way. Yeah. It's like and this is what I do. My whole <laughs> my whole life story is is like this. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't projected to be this. You know what I'm saying? Like all the odds is against me, but I figure out a way to just get it done, like grit and, and grind. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's just how it's done. Like that's how I live my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's 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 bigger than basketball. Um it's a lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? And and that's what I've been able to master, right? I feel like I've mastered this craft, but I've mastered the energy that it takes and how to transfer that energy, not just into my teammates, but it's to the fans and to these arenas and to yeah. these spaces. Like I, I'm, I feel like I'm a huge pillar um, in this big three league and basically every team that I've been on, I've been that, that spark, that extra, you know what I'm saying? Notion to where it's like, Oh, when do get in the game, it's going to be a whole, whole different ball game, you know? So, mm-hmm. Um, I could talk my shit a little bit, you know what I'm saying, and say this, yeah, this, this is what the fuck I do, you know what I'm saying. I mean, so, you are the the only yeah. two time trash talker of the year in this league, so or I mean, you and Gary Man. Payton, so I mean, that's that's high company. Heck, heck, <laughs> and and the thing about it is too, like you know, a lot of stuff I really don't talk trash. I just be speaking the truth, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and I just I, I back up, I back up what I'm saying, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got the stats. I got the facts. I got the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I shot the ball exceptionally well this past year. Amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. man, huge, huge shout out to my team, man. Like, I like before I even go and talk about myself, man, like, I just want to give a huge shout out to, man, Jonathan Simmons was a huge add to our team, and he helped me out a whole lot. I think we probably would have won more games, but I was just trying to, you know, make sure that the the camaraderie was there. Like everybody felt felt good. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I kind of kind of took like a, a back seat. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning, just filling it out. Um, and we lost a few games that I felt like we shouldn't have lost, but it was because I was like filling filling out the team, like being a captain. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it was my first time, like really being able to be in that 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 that. You know what I'm saying? That leadership seat. Yeah. Um, but Man, Darnell Jackson played magnificent for us in his role, not just on the court, but off the court. You know what I'm saying? The coaching and and seeing the game and reading the game and telling us, hey, we got a mismatch here. This is what we need to do. Yeah. If y'all need me, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like, he played a huge role. Um, Chris Johnson, you know, man, Chris was kind of, you know, battling a few injuries. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't get the Chris Johnson that we would normally get. Um, but you know, man, he's always a, a a pleasure to have on the court, and yeah. man, he shot the ball extremely well this this past year as well. Um, and then my man Chuck Garcia, you know, a lot of people didn't know about Chuck, and um, that was one of my picks. I kind of, you know, used my my captain status and was like, "Hey, we're gonna pick this guy right here." You know what I'm saying? Because he got the heart. Um, and he fits the, 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 the model, 
that the culture that we're we're going after uh here at the ghost baller but it was a different um it was a different environment for them you know what i'm saying so first off man shout out to my team shout out to ice man and g like man they believe in me you know what i'm saying so when you got people that you know what i'm saying understanding and believe in you it gives you that freedom you know what i'm saying yeah it gave me that freedom so you know man huge shout out to my team because it, it you know what i'm saying like without them it, it you know what I'm saying? My role wouldn't be what it is. For sure. And, you know, I mean, it, it's a long time coming to get to this role. Like you said, there's a lot of um, in between, you know, that first year and this year, a lot of transition. Mm-hmm. You obviously fought through a lot mm-hmm. of hardship with injuries and barely missing on the playoffs. Good starts yeah. only to leading to, to no playoff runs. You guys just made the playoffs mm-hmm. for the first time since 2017. I guess what was what was the biggest shift in the like in creating this culture if that makes sense like because you know like there's different eras of the ghost ballers and for you being mm-hmm. captain you could really see this newfound ghost ballers culture that you've kind of already carried yourself but you were trying to instill in the in the whole team um what do you feel like was like the biggest shift in creating that culture and how much do you feel like that helped you make the playoffs for the first time in six years your team at least yeah yeah um I mean, it's, it was a huge part. Um, just seeing the transition of the league, like in 2017 when the league first started, and I was a huge fan of the league, like I watched both seasons. It was more of like an old school game, right? Like it was like, you know, post first. Like everything go through the purse. It was a lot of like just like ground and pound and just like physicality it was super physical in the, in the, in the league. And I was just like, I don't know how long this league gonna last with, <laughs> <laughs> with 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 it being just like so physical like that. You know what I'm saying? Um so just seeing that and then my year, a lot of guards came. You know, Will Bynum came my year. Yep. Um, I think Mario came my year yep. too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like the league was kind of changing you know, to a, a, a guard heavy league and the last few years, right. You know, the Briscoe started to come, uh, Oh, Frank Nitty was my year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, then Briscoe was coming the years after that. And, you know, uh, uh, Jack had Jared came Jack, in, yeah. uh, Jared Jack had came in like, you know, both of the par goals, like yep. it started to become like a heavy guard league. And what I started to notice was the teams that, you know, had like two guards really had the, 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 the upper edge, right? Mm-hmm. With Trilogy, they had Jack and Briscoe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I think three headed monsters, three headed monsters had a bang up and they had, uh, they had, they had Tatum, uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Taylor, like, Mm -hmm. so it was teams that was like, you know, had like these two guard sets. And I was like, for me, I was like, that's, that's the advantage. Uh, the three headed, the, uh, the, the, I don't even like saying this team because they beat us this year, but the pig pen, yeah, the mm-hmm. the ball hog, yep, 
They had Barbosa Jody and, and Barbosa. Yeah. yeah, like that 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 duo, that 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 guard to guard combo was like thriving and working well in this league. You know what I'm saying? And then you just gotta have that that utility man that could kind of guard guards, but still guard the post, can shoot the three. Mm-hmm. Um I think Earl Clark is like one of the best in that position. Yeah, if not being the able best. to yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure, for sure. With just being able to guard guards, defend, block shots, get in on the post, can knock down mid range, knock down threes, like can pass, can facilitate, can handle the ball like a guard. Like, man, I, I became a, a fan, a, a fan of a lot of these guys now. You know what I'm saying? Um, what the enemies did with Jordan Crawford and, and and Stu, you know what I'm saying? Like they 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 begin to like figure it out. Um, so I think that was kind of like what I was noticing. You know what I'm saying? So um, with the culture that we was bringing over here, when it was an opportunity that we can get Sims, I was like, yeah, <laughs> like like let's you do it. Like it's a too, no right? brainer. Of course I did. Yeah, that's what I you know. It was him and Jordan Crawford that I wanted last year. That's right. Yeah, you, know you, were, you were on the draft show. I remember you were like, there was like this mm-hmm. uh, surprising moment where Simmons was all of a sudden a, was a co-captain for somebody else. We were like, yeah, yeah, and I was just, I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I was disappointed because I just those were the two that I wanted, man, and um, I just kind of knew what that was going. I knew what that was going to bring. So I've been like up on Simmons and Jordan Crawford and they was they had like an amazing year. Mm-hmm. Like to me, no brainer, hands down. I know this is off the off the topic, but Jordan Crawford should have been the MVP of this league, like hands down. I said that since like week three. Like week two, week three. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was pretty shocked he didn't brainer. win too hard Come to guard <laughs> or MVP or you know he he, had, he had that same if not better year than than murph did last year who won those two awards except he 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 won it all you know and that's and that's no disrespect to anybody it's just it's just yeah what everybody sees you know we all see it yeah for sure we all seen it Mm -hmm. we all seen it so i mean i understand um the loyalty to joe johnson but for me hands down man jordan crawford should have and deserved to be the MVP and too hard to guard at his lead. Mm-hmm. Like straight up. I mean, I still I put an asteroid behind their championship because <laughs> they didn't play us. You know what I'm saying? And I told them that while we was in London, like, congratulations, but y'all didn't play us. Yeah. You know what I'm thing. saying? So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't count that as a as a victory because y'all got y'all y'all had to go through us, but we you know what I'm saying we lost the game to Joe Johnson them and that would have I believe that was the championship that would have done the league like the most justice with the Ghost Ballers the two underdog teams man yeah um, for sure being in that being in the championship but you know um, I'm still a little disappointed in that finish but you know over and all in all man we 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 had a hell of a season. I felt like it was a battle too in, in that game against triplets. Like, I mean maybe maybe I can hear from you where maybe things could have gone differently, but I feel like you guys played really well in that game. You know, it was kind of just who could kind of get the last shot to go in. 
at some point because yeah. it was pretty neck and neck throughout the game. And I think there was a lot of doubters even before the game where it was like triplets are going to blow out ghost ballers, you know? Yeah. But I, I guess let me hear from you. Like, what do you feel like was the one thing you might have been missing? And then on top of that, do you feel like maybe we're in another transition period, you know, kind of going into the seventh season of guys who are taking over the league um, in comparison to maybe what it was in 2019 with a few other new names joined the league? Yeah. Um, so first off, just talking about the, uh, the, 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 the uh, semifinals game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's tough, man. Joe Johnson is, Man, to be his age and to be in shape like how he is, he's incredible. He's a tough guard, bro. Like he's a tough guard for for anybody. You know what I'm saying? And the Joe Johnson, like he's like the the Jordan, the Kobe, the, the LeBron of the big three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was a couple questionable calls. Uh <laughs> I hate the rule. I hate the rule that a game can end on a free throw line. Yeah, I don't think I think that should be uh, eliminated out of our game, to where it, it, it got to be a bucket. Mm-hmm. It got to be a bucket to to like finish that game. I believe that the referee should not call that call. Like, um, it's, it's so three. many fouls. Yeah, it's the big three. Like, we got to play through that. You, you know what I'm saying? We got to play through those tic tac fouls. I understand we don't want to, you know, injure nobody, but on a last uh a game winning shot for it to be an and one, I believe that that has to be out of the league. So that is just a tough call. But for it to come down to a, you know a possession like that, um it was just tough. It was just a tough pill to swallow still is. Um but then your question with uh the lead is changing. Oh yeah, the lead is changing in, in, in many ways. Um, I mean, shout out to the to the street ballers. Shout out to the ballers life guys. Shout out mm-hmm. to the to the YouTubers, man. Like, <laughs> um, they're changing the game, man. They're changing the game, and like at first, I was kind of like, man, these guys, and I was kind of like on the fence a little bit, like, oh man, For these sure. guys don't deserve it, and da 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 da. I think I think most of us were. You know, what do we? <laughs> you know, what can we really expect? Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure, for sure. So I was kind of on the fence, but then I took the stance of like, yo, they're they're creating a way for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like I was a pioneer. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how can I knock somebody who has, you know, paved the way? It's it's unconventional. Yeah. That's an unconventional way. So and then, you know, you don't know what what their story is all the way. And man, they get a chance to take care of their family. They get a chance to, you know what I'm saying? Get some legitimate money in the summertime. Like, so in that sense, I kind of just like took a back seat and was like, you know, it's not personal. Um, so I'm excited, you know what I'm saying about it. Um, but you know, once once the balls and the referees get out there, it's mano y mano. So yeah. they gotta, you know what I'm saying? They gotta they gotta come in and play their best best style of basketball. Um, so I kind of like, you know, I welcome it. 
you know what I'm saying? It's a challenge. I, I welcome the, the the transition with getting to like the YouTubers. It's, it's more fan engagement. Like they bring a whole a whole nother uh, dynamic. You know what I'm saying to 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 the sport, especially yeah. with the big three. Like this is a it's a different league. Like we we actually promote the the, the evolution of the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So um, in that sense, like. I'm welcoming it. Like, let's let's get the best let's get the best players out here. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it gives us more exposure, right? These guys have like millions of followers all over the world. You know what I'm saying? So it's only giving us more exposure. Like, I'm not an internet guy like that. Like, I don't have a huge following. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying on social media. Some of these guys like they get millions of views. So. Crazy. You know, it's just an opportunity. Yeah, it's an opportunity. You know what I'm saying to, you know, steal some of they some of they fans. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying. So, man, I, I welcome it, man. I, I love the evolution of it. I, I, I mean, I love yeah. everything about the big three, man. Huge shout out to Ice Cube. This was an innovative idea. Three, two, three years before it was an Olympic sport. Like that's visionary. That's 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 greatness. Yeah. That's black excellence. You know. So, yeah. again, man, huge shout out to Cube. Huge shout out to Cube. I mean, and I, and I'm only I'm only more excited to see like the continued progress that it makes. I mean, like you talk about it, like the evolution that it's made in in just six years. You know, obviously it's mm -hmm. it's a like a startup league in a way, and obviously there's more ideas sure. you can implement. And we're in a new era in comparison to when basketball, you know, the NBA was formed or whatever the case may be. But like to just do it, like say you're gonna change the game and then to continue to do so like that's mad respect and and like you said like there's a ton of transition just what i think is cool is like you like you said you're really bringing the best of the best and playing the best of, of the best and seeing if they can compete like you never know until you never know we got guys here from you know youtube ball is life playing mm -hmm. maybe nobody's on the street but also showcasing like they work on their game a lot you got these For guys sure. who are dubbed you know, best three on three players mm -hmm. in the world only played three on three professionally, you know, and Correct. we've seen, we've seen some promise from that side too. And then obviously we have For a sure. lot of guys who probably should still be playing in the NBA and showcase mm -hmm. that on a week to week basis every summer since the big three has started. So. Correct. And it's, it's a cool lead to be a part of. And from, even from, I feel like your lens is, is really interesting too. Cause like you said, cause you took that unconventional route, right? Like, you kind mm -hmm. of seen every little piece and part of what the big three has had to offer and how much it can bless you if you just continue to put your head down and do the work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the that's the biggest thing about it. Like, I mean, you're 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 going to get seen, um, and I, I believe in that in that slogan. Like I said at the beginning, like Ice Cube say it all the time. Like, is it's not your name, it's your game. But in this league, a little bit, it is about your name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I mean, got to respect the name that a lot of these legends have put into the the game of basketball. But, um, you know, at this point, man, it's, it, it's, it's, it's great to be a part of. It's great to see, man. I'm looking forward to you know, season seven. Mm -hmm. Um and just seeing what you know what I'm saying. I wanna 
like I'm excited to see what the floor gonna look like. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited <laughs> yeah. to see like each year, each year like we got like a new jersey. Like yeah, man, it's it, it, it's dope. We back, you know, we back on tour now, man. It, it, it's yeah, it's amazing, man. I was gonna ask you about that, just playing in the uh, playing in the arenas again, and then like for you, you got a chance to go to London and yeah, be an all star in London. I mean, what was that like this mm-hmm. year? Man, first off, you know, being back on tour, man, it's man, it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Getting to see different cities. Like, I didn't know, like, you know, because, like, for two years, we, you know, the pandemic, we didn't have a year. Um, and then the next year, we played, like, six games in Texas. Um, and then I didn't know that I had this many fans, you know? Like, so when I was going around, people was like, yeah, people was like, hey, Mike, you know what I'm saying? Just coming up to me, talking to me, like, man, I love you. I just like your style, like your your your, your personality. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I follow you a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, to just man, get that interaction thing. again. Like, it was amazing. It was like, you know, it was different, but it was like, it was cool. Like, I I, I, I love it to say, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the least, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know what I'm saying? That was amazing. And then London, yo. It was just amazing. Even though we was like in a a far part. Like we was in a different, like we was like on an island side of, of London. But London was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the food there, the atmosphere, the crowd, the fans was lovely. And then we had uh Jalen Brown on our team, Man, like what? an NBA guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Came to support. Like, I didn't know that that was happening. I don't think nobody knew that that was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, you know, London was, man, London was amazing. I'm looking forward to see where we go. I know, you know, before the pandemic happened, we were talking about going to China. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. I know the playoffs were in Bahamas before. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, now I want to see like, hey, where we going this year? Like we got incentives to to do some 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 things and you know, being a part of the all-star game, even though I'm upset that we lost. I lost to Iceman. Glad <laughs> the year before I beat him. So, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just fun to be around those guys and then be like I was on a team with like Frank Nitty, like, you know, um, having those guys and being able to play with them and just seeing their IQ, seeing how they approach the game, like in a fun, but also kind of like a serious setting. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? That's, that's a cool thing. And then, you know, even though it's bittersweet, I felt like we should have been in that playoff game, but actually getting a, getting a C, um, you know, and be a fan, right? Like all throughout the year, it's like you, you in competitor mode, yeah. you know? When it's just two teams there, you get to really appreciate, you know, the other players, get to appreciate, you know what I'm saying, just the, the ambiance around it. Um, and then it was in London, man. So it was amazing, man. Um, it's a it's a brilliant, a genius, an innovative idea. And I'm just looking forward to seeing, you know what I'm saying, what, what 2024 this summer got to offer. Man, yeah, same here. I mean, it was good to see, like, so many people in the stands and realize how many people yep. really love and appreciate this league. It's just a matter of having access to it. 
So mm-hmm. it it was crazy. And even, you know, I, I only went one week, but I went to Miami and just to see all those people there, like excited. Like, I think I was trying to get Joe to sign one of these jerseys I've had forever and to see how many people <laughs> came up to him after I turned my head. It was like nuts. Obviously, that's Joe. Yeah. But I mean, it felt like that for everybody, just to be real. Like everybody I would try to walk up yeah. to, they had, you know, numerous people walking up to him. And so it was cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just to see all those people back. And speaking of season seven, I guess for you, I mean, I don't. This is a long off season in this league. That's the one downfall. Yeah, but it for is. you, you kind it of are, are you at a point in time where, as the captain, are you kind of like thinking about next season and some things that you hope to to do differently or types of players you want to bring in, run running the same team back. I mean, what's kind of your mindset right now, like throughout a long off season and and having done this, you know, multiple times. Yeah, um, I mean, first off, for me. Uh, you know, I want to go into this year and just be like super duper in the best shape I could possibly be. Um, last year, uh, like leading up to my preparation, I just did a lot of like one on zero type of training. So it took me a while to like get adjusted to the physicality, the contact. You know, I didn't get to the free throw line as much as I normally like. I don't mm-hmm. think I got to the free throw line like more than five times this year. Um, wasn't saying like I was afraid of the contact, but um, when you're not training with that contact and then that extreme contact in the big three, it's like, you know, I was tweaking knees and I was tweaking ankles and, you know what I'm saying, just these minor bruises like, man. I still feel like Reggie Evans elbowed me like right in the chest on like, I think we, I think we had like a brain of fire and it was just me and Reggie Evans. And he just turned and just boom, right in the center of my chest, bro. And like, it still kind of like hurt, like to this day, you know what I'm saying? Like, so just like that physicality part, I want to be like ready and prepared and to not have a, a long off season for myself being that I'm not playing overseas as much as I, as I normally would. Um, but as a team, um, I know that I got to be a different leader, you know, some of the things that, um, I used to do, I'm getting a little bit older. I'll be 38 in January. Um, so just my approach to the, to the game. Um, and then when I'm around, uh, you know, when we're around each other, like that, the brotherhood, um, some of the things I'm just not into anymore, you know, and just being more comfortable mm-hmm. with, um, you know, more comfortable and more okay with not being around as much as I would have been in my recent years. You know, people used to see me like going out and things like that. Like, I don't, I don't find fun in those areas no more. I've been doing it for over 20 years, you know, but now other things are, are fun to me. Like, I don't want to go to the, to the clubs and stuff like that. I want to see where the live band music is at, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Listen yeah. to the jazz and, and go, go to the art museums and, and like, you know what I'm saying? And do things like that. Like, so just being comfortable and, you know, just unapologetically me. Um, so those things that, you know, for me personally, that's what it is. Um, 
And then um, I got a few people that, you know, I've played with before who's interested in being a part of the team and things of that nature. But it's a hard thing. Like, I think, you know, I'm one of those guys that's like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. For sure. Um, so I'm strongly thinking about just running this thing back with my team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you, just do you feel like the, the way... league should expand back to, to six players? I mean, I think that, I think <laughs> that's a great question. That's a great question. And, um, yes, I think the league should extend back to, uh, six, six players. I think it needs to be two more teams. I yeah. think, um, I think uh, the pace should be even across the board, yeah. um, like how it how it uh, once was. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think we're getting the notoriety that we need for these things to be, you know what I'm saying, just um, in, in, in that way. Um, so those are, are some of the things that I think. But yeah, I think it it would do justice. For it to be that 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 six team uh roster because now everybody kind of has um uh, you know what i'm saying so yeah. we can kind of manage it we can kind of manage things you know a little bit better uh and you kind of have like two positions with everything right like you got two players in each position mm-hmm. of what's needed you know um so i think i think that uh That'll help a whole lot, um, but hey, I'm not the uh, the management. I'm not the upper operation, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think that format was was perfect. I do too. Um, I think you've even mentioned in the past how important it is to have or make use of everybody on your team. So I think it would work mm-hmm. really well too. It felt like this year was kind of like budget cutting season in preparation for future years. So. I know that we've mm-hmm. there's been some rumors and stuff about expansion teams, and it's kind of at that three year mark, like same as last time when they added expansion teams. So, hope that's mm-hmm. something they they go to. Um, and definitely, I didn't know, or maybe I guess I didn't realize that was still happening. But like the the pay differences, I mean, that's pretty yeah, that's pretty nuts because uh, everyone's kind of contributing to to making this thing grow, and so. Hopefully that's something sure. that shifts in the future as well. Um, yes, indeed. Honestly, just want to ask you like a super open, candid question. I mean, you're a guy that's highlight me a twenty point top ten score every year. Um, you're up there in rebounds and assists. You're one of the few to to put. You know, I mean, this year you're the only guy to have at least or average at least one steal and one block. Feels like you're doing things defensively every year. What what do you need to do in season seven to get a little more love and be in that MVP conversation? Um, just on a little bit, you know, what what do you need to get a little more love for that MVP conversation? I mean, I was this year I was on the ballot, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't say like, hey, I made the ballot, but I don't think that's I don't think that's enough. I don't think that's that's, that's justice. Um. I mean, I don't know what more can I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Besides win the whole league. Like, that's the only thing that there's left to do is win the whole thing. Um, but like, man, 
Like you, you said everything. Like what else is there left for me to do besides, you know, get to the championship, win the whole thing? Like, uh, man, whatever my team needs, I've been putting my team in position to to be the best uh, possible chance every single night. You know, if it's defending, if it's guarding, like just bringing the energy, just understanding the concept, understanding the rule changes and adjustments, figuring out the referees and how they call and, and nurture the game. Um, so I honestly, man, this is, this is baffling me. Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, I kind of love the, the trash talking award, but I feel like <laughs> that's an injustice to my talent and to my game too. Mm -hmm. Um, Because a lot of people just be like, oh, it's trash talk, but, you know, they don't. And I make an emphasis like, hey, I back it up too. It's not just me just out here recklessly talking. Like, I got the stats, I got the numbers in every category to show that, hey, it's a a lot of walk in this talk too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I walk the walk, and I could talk to talk too. So, hey, man, I'm stumped with that question for real, for real. Like, what could I do to be in these conversations a little bit more? So, yeah. Now, I just wanted you to talk your shit a little bit more because I know it's something that, you know, <laughs> it, it is baffling to see, you know, to light yeah, up the stash like, and to, to do what you're doing. But like you said, the, I think the Trash Talker of the Year Award is a little misperceived because if you think about the people who have yeah. won it, including yourself, it's usually during a successful season, right? It's like, mm-hmm. what was it before? Not last year as you won it, but the year before it was Royce and yep. they made it far in the playoffs or went to the championship, mm-hmm. you know, it, um, mm-hmm. to the championship, you know, Steven Jackson, Gary Payton, those guys, when they won it, they were in the playoffs. You know, Gary Payton was in the playoffs mm-hmm. all the time. So, you know, Thanks. I think, uh, you know, it's a little misperceived, like you say. So I like that you're continuing to inform mm-hmm. the people of, of what's going on. But man, yeah, hopefully to can't wait to see what happens this year. I know you're going to be coming with a lot of energy. Yeah, sounds like you're getting ready early. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Yeah. Last thing I want to leave you with here is okay. just kind of thinking about the league itself and thinking about season seven. Um, been asking a lot of the guys this, but who would you like to see that hasn't played in the big three yet play next summer? Mm. Mm. That's a good question. This kind of caught me off guard. I ain't thinking, I ain't think he was going to say that. Um, it's a, it's a couple of people that I think would be, you know, interesting to have in the league. Um, <laughs> so I, I got about three to five people. Um, Lou Williams. Sure. Uh, when I, when I, uh, you know, when I was going through like the combine and the draft process in the NBA, it was two guys. And these are two guys that I would like to see. I was like compared. I was compared uh, with it was Lou Williams and Jamal Crawford. Mm. I feel like I I had that like that six man energy to where it was like just an instant bucket. Like you can drop them in anywhere in the world if it's a ball in a bucket out there. They was gonna be able to put it in there. You know what I'm saying? So sure. 
I was all I'm always have been like a fan of those two guys. Like I watch so much film on those guys and it's like, you know, to actually like really see them up in person in that type of setting, I think it'd be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, whether I'm playing with them or playing against them, that's 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 something that, you know, I think gotta be crazy for the league. But also, um, I would like to see uh, Brandon Jennings in the league. Mm, mm-hmm. I think that'd be a dope, uh, a dope uh, addition. Um, who else I would like to see? Um, um, I had a few other names too, and I'm and I'm stumping myself right yeah. now. I'm just uh, I'm, um, I'm curious who you're thinking about because right now it's funny because you're uh, you're a guard naming all guards. <laughs> yeah, like but, uh, you know I won't. I, you know I ain't ducking no smoke. Yeah, that's what you I'm know saying. I ain't ducking. I won't. Oh, <laughs> hey, shout out to uh, Matt Bars and uh, Steven Jacks, man. I want all the smoke. You feel me? So um, those those guards is like oh I'm on Shumper. Oh, that's somebody who I will. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Who I would like to see. I think he'd be a good addition in a uh in a league. Um Mike James. Oh he's a he's a stud. You know what I'm saying? That'd like be crazy. <laughs> that'd be a Pierre Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like Ooh. these are the guys who is like, yo, these are certified buckets in a three on three game, like that'd just be crazy to see. Um, but bigs, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know if we I have, uh, I feel like bigs are coveted because there's a lot of wings and guards in this league, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, for me, I'm a guard guy, so I think sure. I can kind of rest. I can kind of rest on those guys. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's like, uh, it was fun, man, seeing uh Tony Allen. You know what I'm saying? A part mm-hmm. of this league this year. Um, he got a good taste of what it's like. <laughs> um and you know, uh just you know, before I leave too, I wanna say like, yo, like I'm a fan of a of a lot of players. Um, like being able to see Michael Beasley, like he's a he's a stud. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like he still has a NBA caliber type of talent. You know, yeah. he's before he was before his time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if like these are players that you can drop in any error, I feel like they'll be able to hold their own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Beasley. Like, man, again, man, like I like to give flowers, you know what I'm saying, while they're here. Jordan Crawford, hands down. NBA talent, you know what I'm saying? His career, Easy. it was an injustice, you know what I'm saying? Beasley, like these were injustices done to these these players uh, in their careers. Um, so just being able to like just sit there week after week and just see them, like those, the, like I was making sure that I was watching those games. So like before I leave the stadium, like I may not watch all of the games, but I was like, hey, I want to see what. Uh, I want to see what Jordan going to do this. This I want to see what Beasley going to do. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing their approach, 
fan of, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a fan of the whole swag and everything. Like they they bring that charisma, that's that energy that's that's transferable. So I'm like, man, he played before me. I'm watching the game in the locker room. Like I'm trying to go out there and see the court before our game just to get that energy. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I gotta go out here and be on. I gotta be on my P's and Q's. I gotta be on my shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So um I hope uh Murph, Kevin Murphy is, you know, recovered and back. He was a big presence that was missed last year in the league. Definitely. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The injury was, man, we don't wish injury on, on, on no player, but he was having a hell of a year. Like, he's been having, man, some amazing years. He's been putting together some great basketball. Um, so, like, those are the guys, like, who I'm a huge fan of. Um, and I'm just looking forward to the to the development. Like, Earl Clark, man, I'm a huge fan. Like, love him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I love the way that these guys, I love the way these guys play, man. If I could, yeah, me too. if I could have my, if I could have an all star team, that'll probably be my all star team <laughs> right there. Like, <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Man, I, I do too. For sure, for sure. I, like, the guys you're naming, like, I, I know we're talking about it, but it just feels like those guys, like, not in the NBA is pretty wild. And that's crazy. Right. Like, I think about it now, <laughs> and like, I just think, I just think I would love for some of these guys to get like an NBA opportunity. And for the longest time, mm -hmm. I thought with the platform, maybe the big three could offer that. I know these guys have gotten opportunities and overseas mm -hmm. and the G League and whatever the case may be, you know. But yeah. I'd love for one of these guys to get like that NBA shot. And now I just sometimes I think with, I guess, a feud. Like what would you even call it? It's not really Ice Cube that's feud. Uh, it's kind of the NBA that's that seems yeah. to be, you know. I mean, have its problems. Like I, mean, I just never know if we'll we'll get a chance to see that because I feel like we're like for guys like and maybe this is stretching. You can let me know, but like someone like a Lance Stevenson or like a Boogie Cousins, like mm, they should definitely mm. be in the NBA. But like if they if we saw more guys transition from the big three because they were having good seasons and then go to the NBA, like that. Yeah, I feel like more guys would come and we get to see more of those guys on display. But also too, like we can also. In a way, you can kind of um, sort out, like maybe who's not ready to go back to the league. In a sense, maybe they were right about the decision. For sure. Not not to will like bad wishes on anybody, but yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. We're not coming to the big three just to tear it up. We've seen guys do well and not win. We've seen guys not do so well. So I don't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just my thoughts on that. Um, no, I think. Uh, no, I think. Uh, I mean, it was. It was. I mean, Joe Johnson was, you know, in training camps. It was a, yeah. like uh, uh, Stewart. You know what I'm saying? He, he was in, you know, summer league, mm -hmm. and you know what I'm saying. It has been things that has been, you know what I'm saying, potentially there. Um, yeah, man, the NBA got to get off that bullshit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, because it's like our coaches are Hall of Famers. Like these <laughs> yeah. are the top fifty. Hall of Famers, like these are historical legends. Um, so why wouldn't you support um something like, like this, man? Like for me, man, the big three has helped stabilize my life. Um, and just my transition from being an athlete to being a civilian again. You know what I'm saying? 
like when the pandemic hit my career over overseas like came to like a hard stop and i had to address a lot of issues that i didn't realize that i had like with mental health and just the irrational mindset that athletes sometimes have you know what i'm saying because this is uh it's a dehumanizing type of thing when we're talking about the entertainment side of the sport you know um so the big three was able to kind of like store me in a sense to where um you know we make good money in 10 months in the summertime. And, um, you know, I've been able to like put my life back in order with, you know, with these, with these summer paychecks, you know what I'm saying? So, um, man, I think that, you know, I just got off on a whole nother, a whole nother conversation right wow, there, but, good, but you know, <laughs> but that's like, you know, my biggest thing is like, you know, the NBA should support this and put some 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 money behind this and put, you know, some initiative because it's not much that they're doing in the summertime. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, it's not much basketball that's 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 being televised. Um, so with having, you know, Jalen Brown being able to support and you know, hopefully more of the players will take an initiative yeah. to come and support, you know, Ice Cube and, you know, some of us who are, you know, former NBA players. Like, I know Iceman still does a lot with um, the Spurs. Like, like, a lot of these people still have ties. Gary Payton's son is in the NBA, so he still have ties and affiliations with the NBA. Like, it only would make sense um to, to bridge that gap uh to small world like the basketball world is an even smaller world yeah you know so um man i'm looking forward to these this, this thing getting resolved and Same. you know bringing the, the 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 unity like basketball is like a it's a universal love language in so many cultures yeah right you don't have to speak the same language but you understand the sport, right? On that universal, on that universal level, it brings that connectivity. Um, so I'm looking forward to the NBA, you know what I'm saying? Restoring, uh, you know, the order and giving us the justice that's needed in, in this space. Um, so we can get the notoriety, get the support, you know, it's time to, to bump these, these, these wages up <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and I think the NBA can do that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man. Man, I am too. I don't know how long it's going to take, but like you said, like I couldn't have said any better. It's just about unity and as much mm -hmm. love as there is and connectivity as there is on the basketball court, on the business side, it's just been a little tricky. So hopefully, you know, For sure. those guys at the top can do so. But man, I'm looking forward to an exciting season seven. Um, yes. I want to say once again, congratulations on getting your jersey retired at your high school. Yeah. That's major love and uh happy holidays and uh excited to see uh you know if you have any wrenches you're planning to throw into the twist for uh, this upcoming summertime season yeah man you know <laughs> you know i might drop you some g14 classified information man 
but yeah, man, uh, again, before we get off here, man, I appreciate you taking the time, uh, you know, to see where I'm at. Uh, also too, you know, um, I've been coaching, I've been coaching our high school team here. Um, just staying active, just, man, I, I got a lot of knowledge. I got a lot of experience, you know, so I want to be able to, you know, give the game away to some of these kids here in the city so they can, you know, chase their dreams with, you know, just a, 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 a broader perspective, understanding and appreciation uh, uh, for what this game uh, has to offer. So, you know, I'm coaching a cool. local team here, um, Milwaukee Academy of Science. Um, hopefully, you know, we go upstate this year. And, and get the gold ball. That's the that's the mission. I got a lot of great young talent on this team. So being you know assistant coach and being around these guys every year is like, you know, they're keeping me you know what I'm saying active and keeping my mind sharp. Um, so that's wanted to kind of mention that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, what else I'm, I'm you got excited, going on? Bro. I know you always got a few projects on hand. Um, oh oh yeah. Um, my foundation, man. We just um, we just. Uh, gave away um, 350 turkeys um, at my elementary school, Brown Street Academy, for uh, Thanksgiving. This is the shirt right here, Central Needs Assist. Okay. Um, like that's that. that's what we do. We we're also um, getting prepared for the 2024 season. Um, Taylor May Foundation 414.org is how you can check us out. Um, and then, you know, I've created a comic book, man. I created a comic book. I created, um, a coloring book. Uh, um, I got a shadow workbook and I have a short literature book that's loosely based off my story, okay. but mainly just about the adversities, um, the adversities that I faced, um, mental health awareness there's a lot of wellness um involved in it i got restorative justice practices in there restorative practices in there social emotional learning and development just core and character building um so yeah this is this is some of my materials this the this is the actual cover to my comic book right here i like that it's hard. Yeah, this the cover to the comic book um this is the cover to my coloring book that I have. Man, that's I'll, cool. A coloring book is a great idea. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, this is my uh literature book that I have like seven short stories. Um, you know, about my life, about my 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 triumphs, my plight. And then I have a, a shadow workbook. Ooh, okay, goats. Right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So the the name of my uh my comic book is the the indomitable legacy of the underworld goat oh right mm -hmm. so yeah so this is one of my main characters uh right here uh his name is actually goat well goat it right <laughs> that's like my super saiyan version of myself and then this character right here is taekwondo taylor you know so <laughs> Just, it's just that that battle that we all have it's, it's me versus me mm. you know so just oh, okay. navigating through, yeah just right. navigating through those 
through those spaces, man. So, man, I'm excited about this, this journey in my life. And, you know, I have like a curriculum. I got, I do professional uh, speaking behind this platform. I have workshops and curriculums that I'm trying to get into the districts here, not just in Milwaukee, but in Wisconsin. Um, so man, I, I'm extremely excited about this new chapter in my life, man. Yeah. You know, just, just being a pillar to the game. Yeah. I love to see the, uh, excitement and energy behind like this part of your, your life and for you to be able to like kind of document your story and different mm-hmm. outlets, like one that never ends, you know, it continues sure. as your life goes, but two, it's just really cool to see because there's so many from, you know, even me knowing you for a little bit, just like so many different eras in your life and, and what you've done for the game and your community. So it's cool to see. So uh, for mm-hmm. those listening, for those watching, make sure you check that out. 414.org. Did I say that right? Taylor made foundation. Taylor made foundation. I'll link that description. 414. Below. Yep. Yep. org, And then my personal website is MikeTaylor88.com. You know, well, you you gonna have a little strip going at I'll the bottom that. of I'll it, and you probably put it below for sure. So, that, man, go check that. that out. Support our guy in the big three. Another big season for Ghost Bowers. Appreciate the time. Glad we could catch up. And uh, next time we'll do it in uh, less three years when we uh, do one of these again. Yeah, so appreciate you taking <laughs> the sure. time. All right, all love, bro. Blessings to you. Congrats too. Appreciate uh, it. on the addition to the family, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. That was our interview with Mike Taylor, captain of the Ghost Ballers. And just want to say a big thank you to Mike. A late happy birthday. I know I told you on, I think, Instagram or social media, but late happy birthday to, to Mike as well. And excited for what's to come with Ghost Ballers this upcoming season. You guys are building off a, a great campaign where you guys made the playoffs, kept it close with former champions and triplets. And I think Mike has done a phenomenal job of just building out the squad. He's been in this league for a long time, so he really knows what it takes. He really knows the importance of of having value at all five roster spots. And I'm excited to see what he he does this offseason as they head into the draft and potentially makes a couple changes there. But everything that Mike talked about in terms of what he's doing for the community, what he's doing from a nonprofit standpoint, what he's working on and, you know, outside of basketball, everything that – uh, he talked about make sure to have it plugged in below in the description so make sure you guys check out mike's work and what he's doing not just on the court but off the court as well and also want to say just a big thank you to everyone who's tuning in the show continuing to stick with us again make sure you're following on social media at fourth man pod 4th man pod putting out a lot of season highlight reels uh from this past year i've been trying to get on that again i have some speculative thoughts on who i think could join the league and want to see if you guys maybe think the same way as well as I'll have a lot of breaking news when it comes to changes in the league, roster personnel, et cetera. And if you're not already following on social media, you know, I'll make sure to have some of those details released and and make sure that if you're following, you know, you can kind of be up to date throughout the offseason. I know it's long, but I always, always got you covered there. So, you know, like the Jeff Teague news, for instance, you know, obviously the big three dropped some news about it. I'm following in their footsteps right after just to try to bring as much awareness as I can to the big three community. So make sure you're following the show, subscribe on YouTube, make sure you hit that notification bell. So you know, when new episodes drop like this. And again, I want to say a big thank you, a big shout out to believe as always, just the network is continuing to grow and they're doing great things. And 
for them to, to just give us an opportunity and a platform to talk about the big three, despite it only being three months out of the year. I really appreciate it. It's, it's much appreciated on our, on our end. And we're excited to really ramp up the conversations, the big threes off season news, uh, you know, heading into the 2024 year. The other thing I want to ask is I know a lot, I drop a lot of episodes that are mainly just based around not only the news that's going on and, and typically throughout the off season, I do it once a month, but I also do it around different interviews. But if you'd like me to talk more about just my thoughts on the league and maybe some upcoming things that I'm thinking of, if, if you like just kind of shorter episodes, just talking about the news and my thoughts around it, just based off me covering the league for six, seven years at this point, happy to drop those episodes as well. I, I, I look at it as a standpoint as like, not everyone wants to just see, you know, kind of a no name guy like myself, just kind of talking about the league. And I understand that, you know, I'm not someone who played professional basketball and I'm just someone that's been really following this league for a long time and trying to give my objective opinions, but I'm happy to do so. If, if it's, there's others out there like me that are really ingrained in this league, love this league a lot. And, you know, it, it sometimes outside of the players, it's, it's hard to just talk to not hard. I would say that there's just a handful of people that like really love the league. I, I feel like as much as I do. And, and maybe there's just a lot of people out there that I don't know that do love the league as much as I do. So, you know, happy to have those conversations, happy to have those conversations with the community, just to kind of have a, you know, a little banter, a little debate, just back and forth about the league and, and the growth potential and just anything that we're really thinking of. So let me know in the comments, if you guys would be interested in something like that. For now, again, I just want to say a big shout out to, to Mike Taylor once again. Thank you to everyone who's tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.